culture. My name is Richard. With me is Johnny. Yes, sir. And the artist formerly known as Greg. Nail. <laughs> he's he's the Energizer Bunny that keeps us going and going and going. That's a that's a twenty five year old joke followed by another twenty five year old joke. Thank you very much, everybody. We will be here for about another half hour. Uh, Got him. Oh my goodness, gentlemen. Yes, sir. How was your week? Uh, you know, it was fine. I, I actually, I don't really have much to talk about this week. You know, some stuff happened and it ended, and now I'm moving on to my life. Yeah. <laughs> That's... How about you? Uh, week two of our daughter being in daycare, and I have now started leaving work and going and picking her up, and we walk home, and it's been... I, I know this is the content people come here for. Like, I'm sitting here right now just thinking about... There was a meme or something that came out last week, and someone's, it was like something about how the first 10 minutes of every podcast is just like, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I feel attacked. <laughs> That's all um, right, <clears throat> So, yeah, no, it was, uh, we're in, we just finished week two of Parker being in daycare. It's been a tough adjustment. Ash is back at work. Um, and somehow we're friggin' halfway through August already. Almost three quarters. Can someone please tell me where summer went? This, this, I know why it feels this way to me. Summer felt like it was over quicker than it's ever been. And I don't know if it's because like, A, we've tried to limit how much sun exposure our daughter has gotten in her first six months. B, it has either been overwhelmingly hot or it has been torrential flooding rain this summer. There's no in-between. We're not getting in-between weather anymore. It's either just oppressively hot or just get your goddamn hip waders to walk to the store. <laughs> um, just, just get in the boat. Oh, dude, it's been wild. It's absolutely been wild. But, you know, we uh, it was a quick week. It was a really, really quick week. I mean... I blinked and I was like, holy shit, we, we're, we're recording tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Didn't we just do this yesterday? No, that was six days ago. Um, so yeah, that was, our week was kind of crazy, just busy with Parker and the changes to our schedule there. And now it's, you know, full steam ahead for um, something we'll touch base on a little bit later in the show. But Labor Day weekend's coming up, which means... We got some awesome wrestling content coming. Um, <laughs> in addition to that, Greg, how how and what have you been doing this week? Well, uh, I've been working a lot, sleeping, watching Chelsea play Liverpool, and watching the drama that's the uh, the transfer window. That's always been that's been pretty entertaining this week. Okay. Yeah, you know, one of my buddies is a big Liverpool fan, and uh, we've been going back and forth, just talking smack for the last week and a half. Have at any point you told him that his choice in teams is, for lack of a better term, dog shit? Uh, I didn't use those exact words, but I did let him know that nobody follows Liverpool anymore. <laughs> 
then it's proof by losing mm-hmm. out on the two best signings of the, of the window. Oh, so did Chelsea get uh, Mbop? No, nobody's getting Mbop. Um, <laughs> Neymar did go to the Saudi league. Uh, did he really? Mm-hmm. He's making like 175 million a year. Okay. And they're, they bought him a house, a private jet, a bunch of cars, that type of stuff. Uh, he, he had a party in France, I think yesterday for his departure. Um, didn't invite, did not invite Mbop. So they don't like each other. That's going to be fun. <laughs> then Chelsea signed Caicedo and Lapia. Okay. Caicedo from Brighton and Lapia from Southampton. Um, that's the, the funny part about that is Liverpool is the one who bid, well, basically bid Chelsea up on Caicedo. They already had a deal in place for Lapia, but when when Liverpool bid for Caicedo, Lapia mm-hmm. felt like he was disrespected, and then took Chelsea's bid instead of Liverpool's. This is like the sports version of General Hospital I'm starting to discover. Oh, 100%. There's all kinds of drama this 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 window. And I can only make like reference to it because I'm not like <laughs> sitting there watching Young and the Restless, but like the more that I read the stories and the articles and the drama surrounding a bunch of the stuff, and I'm like, dude, y'all need to just, I don't know, man, like smoke some more weed, chill the fuck out. I don't know. It's not that serious. You're going to make millions, tens of millions of dollars no matter where you go. Just do it. Just get it over with. Here's the thing, right? There was no there's no inclination that Liverpool was going to go for Caicedo. Caicedo is okay. widely the best midfielder, defensive midfielder on the market or that was been on the market this this uh this summer. Right. Nothing. There was no rumors. Then all of a sudden, there was a $111 million bid for him out of, out of the blue. They didn't even talk to Caicedo. They've never talked to him. Like, you realize he's got to say okay to go to you, right? Keep in mind, Caicedo has been a, a lifelong Chelsea fan, like, mm. since he was young. There's pictures of him in a Chelsea kit. Okay. <laughs> like, like, you're talking, you know, the announcement video for from Chelsea was him recreating the photo with his mom. Him walking out, sitting in the back of a back of a car, leaning leaning his head on his mom's shoulder. I mean, that's kind of cool. Though. So that's kind of that's kind of cool. Yeah, the, the announcement was great, and he, he knew he was coming to Chelsea. Like that's he told Brighton, he told Chelsea, he told Liverpool to their face, like, "Hey, I only want to go to Chelsea. That's yeah. his been his dream since he was young." But Liverpool still did it and couldn't get the agreement. Okay. Because he told them, that's not what I want. And then by doing that, Liverpool screwed themselves on the Lafayette deal. Because then when they went back to talk to Lafayette, he felt like he was second option. Where Chelsea was talking to him the whole time, saying, hey, our our focus is here. After this is done, we're going to focus on your deal. Yeah. And Chelsea got both of them. Now Liverpool had to sign... They signed a really good midfielder from the Bundesliga, but you know he, he's, you know, the, I think the captain of the Jap, Jap, Japan team, Japanese team. 
Oh, okay. Like the national team. He's a very good defensive midfielder. He's got a lot of energy. Um, but when you look at it, the Caicedo is 21, Lafayette is 19, and then they signed the guy from Bundesliga that Liverpool did that's 30. Mm. So the the person he's replacing is a 29-year-old. So a lot of Liverpool fans are really in their feels right now. And that. nobody else on earth gives a shit. Yeah. Like, the thing is, Liverpool is still going to be a great team. Like the 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 match that they played uh, last Sunday against Chelsea, you know, they are a very, very good team. They need yeah. to clean up the midfield. Chelsea needs to clean up the midfield. That's the whole, like, that's the reason why that match was very back and forth is because of the midfield was not there for either one of us. So Okay. But it's going to be fun. They're going right. to go test this. You're going to start in about 20 minutes. So we'll see what Liverpool does. <sighs> Nothing. And they'll yeah. like it. We're not that lucky. They still have a, a lot of great players. Um, speaking of big disappointments and letdowns, I know everybody's looking forward to our review of Transformers. Right? Uh, it's not going to happen. Just as a heads up. Yeah, Johnny didn't watch it. I know. I'm the biggest piece of shit on the planet. Not playing for the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, Just watch it three times and then tell us all about it. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'll watch it sober, watch it high, watch it drunk, and I'll tell you between those three perspectives what I thought of the film. (laughs) In in all seriousness, uh, speaking of the Cardinals... Did you hear uh, former Cardinal Lance Lynn pitching a fit uh, a player bunting on him? Player uses bat, pitcher mad. That's that's what we're saying right there? Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Greg, do you know who Lance Lynn is? No. Have you ever seen Lance Lynn? Nope. If Lance Lynn tells you not to do something... You probably don't fucking do it. You know, here's the thing about that. Lance Lynn is, um, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and explain it. Okay. Because this is stupid. Uh, Lance Lynn was upset uh, that a player for the Angels bunted on him. Um. And it was because Lance Lynn is a big fella. His nickname is literally the Big Bastard, for the record. And he thinks that it is unfair that he was bunted on because as a uh, big fella, it's harder for him to get off the mound. Can we not just stop and appreciate the man for just being honest? Like -hmm. just having enough self-awareness to be like, this is horseshit. This is not fun for me. (laughs) You know, here's the thing. Maybe you could do some extra workout so you can actually get off the mound and field what is literally one of the easiest plays in MLB to get it out with. We are not here to condemn. We support everybody and anybody that doesn't actively play for the St. Louis Cardinals or the Boston Red Sox or the Yankees, whatever. Those three. Former Cardinal, Lance Lynn, who, by the way, plays for the Chicago White Sox. No, dude, he tra- they got traded. Oh. Was he traded at the trade deadline? Yeah. 
Okay. At the time he was baking this pitching, <laughs> played for the Chicago White Sox. I'm sorry. So there was a player from the Angels that bunt against him? Yeah, when he was with the White Sox, still. I was going to say, I, I, oh, it must have happened recently then. Because he plays for the it Dodgers. Was, uh, Are they doing interleague right now then? No, it was at the end of June. Oh, okay. Come on, I man. Just, you, you mentioned the Cardinals, and I was like, by the way, let's let's shit on a former Cardinal real quick. No, we will not shit on Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn is a fucking good dude. I like him a lot. He had a, he had a 647 ERA. Did you see the team that was playing behind him? You don't want to get into this. I don't want to get... I, I don't want to get into this. I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to think about this. Because there's not enough alcohol in the world to get me through this segment. Um, there is some humor in the fact that with the White Sox, he had a 6.47 ERA and was six and nine. And since traded to the Dodgers, he has a 1.44 ERA and is three and zero. You'd almost think there's a cultural issue with the White Sox. I almost think maybe he learned how to field a bunt. Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm going to try to find a way to get him on this podcast because I would just love to see that interaction go on. I think Greg would too. Greg? <laughs> yeah. There will be no comments about elephants in rooms, okay? <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to be sitting there and Greg's going to be like, <laughs> you're fat and couldn't feel the bunt. <laughs> oh, man. Um. So, everything's a little bit thin. I think the Screen Actors strike, everything that's going on, the writer's strike, is kind of really hampering a lot of um, production for stuff that we would otherwise be able to discuss. Uh, there's been a couple, like, stills and captures that people have made for the Deadpool 3, which, let's be honest, Richard, you and I have both seen the pictures, and I think we both get, like, the big SpongeBob, teary happy eyes when we see this they're giving wolverine the yellow suit <laughs> he's in the yellow suit and one of the teaser images was him and deadpool fighting in front of an apocalyptic 20th century fox sign which i feel like remember the first deadpool he's like a fourth wall break inside a fourth wall break that's like 16 walls i think we're going 32 or 64 <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I feel like we are just it, it's we're blowing it up um, looks like it may be delayed again also because everybody's on strike justifiably so um, I, I, I don't think I, I don't think any one of the three of us is going to be misinterpreted as a bit of a bootlicker for billionaires at any point um, so we're just going to leave that dog to lie uh, there's some other stuff. Let's see. Marvel, nothing really going on Marvel-wise right now. Um, I think we're in a holding pattern. I know that there's rumors that Jackman will also be part of the Secret Wars, right? I got that right. Yeah. Sorry. I just, I keep forgetting about the one that just came out on Disney Plus with Nick Fury. Um, Secret Invasion. Is that it? Yep. Yes, sir. Okay. Not going to talk about it. Haven't watched it. Probably not gonna. It's fine. Uh, we do have Ahsoka is coming up on Disney Plus very shortly. I'm sure we will probably have 
a number of feelings about that. I am fairly certain this will also give us our first look at the newest big bad for the Star Wars universe moving forward. Thrawn? Are we getting it? Are we getting it finally? I'm pretty sure Thrawn is in Ahsoka. Uh, I'm pretty sure he is too. The new big bad for the Star Wars universe. He's not gonna be in it. He's not gonna be in Ray's movie. He's gonna be dead by then. Bite your tongue. They need someone that can last more than one film. What is oh, this? Oh, he'll last. He'll what is probably this? Last Marvel, like an entire series. <laughs> God damn it. <sighs> anyway, all right. Well, that's dead. Moving on, uh, Richard. You discovered something you're very excited for this week and you discovered something you are very not excited for this week mm-hmm. richard's in his feelings this week and he's not sure what side of the coin he's going to stay on i think that you might be overselling my non-excitement for the toxic avenger because it was more along the lines of me just being like oh johnny will enjoy looking at this poster and this still and i will never think of it again until I force you to watch it so we can review it. Nope. <laughs> I'll treat it like you treated Transformers and just skip it. God damn it. Yep, that was it. Skipped it all myself. Uh... <coughs> uh, do you want to go in and just give a quick preview of what to expect from Toxic Avengers so far? Uh, Peter Dinklage is in it. And playing the Toxic Avenger. So I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna. A bunch of people that I don't know are in it, but Elijah Wood is also in it, and Kevin Bacon is in it. <clears throat> um, Go ahead. What role does Peter Dinklage have in the film? He's Toxie. Can I ask a really ignorant question? You have already started it, so go ahead. Are we getting a three-foot-tall Toxie? I think he's taller than three feet. Greg, can you look up how tall Peter Dinklage is, please? I don't want Richard to do it, because I need his reaction when you tell him. He's he's four-foot-five. Booyah. Okay, honestly though, come on. Are like is it gonna be like a Samoa Joe Will Arnett situation? What where he's the voice of the Toxic Avenger? Yeah. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure he is the Toxic Avenger. I've got a freaking picture of him as the Toxic Avenger right here. Is it to scale? So here's the deal. They have obscured his face. Of course. But yes, it appears to be the Dinklebot as the Toxic Avenger. Oh, no. Uh, okay. I mean, I, I guess I can't be that upset if I can't suspend disbelief considering the plot. <laughs> so. Yeah, so it, the Toxic Avenger is short, and you're like, this breaks it for me. Yeah. Why are we it's, even bothering? I can't, I, I can't buy into this. This doesn't seem realistic. <laughs> uh, you know what? I actually, I love Peter Dinklage. So I am, if, if you're going to give someone who has that amount of like gravitas 
as a performer a role like that, I think it's going to be hilarious. I think he's actually, I think he's actually going to be great in that role. I know you're like. It is, it is described as a contemporary reimagining of the 1984 cult classic dark comedy that subverts the superhero genre in the vein of kick-ass. It's not much of a reimagining if you're already comparing it to another property, is it? Oh, well. Uh, it's, they got you know the what? kid from Room. Huh? The, the movie Room. There's I, apparently... A, the second build actor on it is a 16-year-old. I have no idea what that is. Uh, it was an Oscar-winning movie starring Brie Larson. That's probably why I don't know what that is. It's fine. Like... Listen, it's probably a great film. I just don't care. <laughs> Makes you feel any better. Liverpool's down 1-0 already. Liverpool just deserves to be down in another league. They, uh, it's inter- yeah. interesting to hear you turn on Liverpool like this. When we're done recording, Richard and I are going to have a very curt conversation that will make sure that he is fully... <laughs> Fully informed and without any doubt as to my position on Liverpool and as to why. Yeah, he, know, that, he goddamn knows to, why. We're yeah. just not going to talk about it on the podcast. They'd be down two nil if he didn't get one dude didn't get called offsides. It's keep in mind it's four minutes and forty three seconds in right now. <laughs> Fantastic! Couldn't happen to a nicer group of people. Um. Okay. So, Toxic Avenger. Richard, interest level zero. Yes. It's got Greg, Peter Dinklage in it. I'll, I'll kind of watch it for that. Okay, Greg and I are going to review Toxic Adventure. Richard, I'm not even going to make you do it. I'll, I'll watch okay. it because it's got Peter Dinklage. I love okay. that guy. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm in. Now, the flip side of Richard's <laughs> disdain this week is not disdain, but probably going from 6 to 12 is a continuation of the Kong versus Godzilla film in serial form. We are getting a Godzilla series on Apple TV. You want to give them a quick rundown of what we are looking at and who is going to be part of this franchise? Yeah, it is called Monarch, A Legacy of Monsters. It is a 10-episode multi-generational saga that follows two siblings that discover their family's connection to the secretive organization known as Monarch. Uh, Godzilla himself is in the trailers. Yeah. Did you get the real guy uh, to play it? Yeah, they, they got actual Godzilla to come in. <laughs> um, it is following the events of Godzilla versus Kong. The less we talk about that, the better. Um, what? Godzilla versus Kong? Dude, you just gave me shit about suspending disbelief for Peter Dinklage's Toxie, and you can't get your head okay. around a giant monkey and a giant lizard? No, I have no problem with a giant monkey and a giant lizard. However, they went with a hollow earth that somehow still has a sun. Okay, that part, yes. I Okay, I, I will give you that, but still badass. I, listen. There... There are sections of it that were very good, and there were sections of it that were just mind-numbingly insane. So it's literally Fast and Furious with Kaiju. Yep. 
I wish it was as good as a Fast and Furious with Kaiju. Oh, as a matter of fact, oh if Dom God. had shown up in his charger, it would have elevated the movie. I'm that would have been hilarious. I'm just going to walk into traffic. If, if all of a sudden you just saw a charger driving directly at Godzilla, and he's like, I got to save Godzilla. He's family. <laughs> I hate everything. Kong pulls out that giant energy sword that he uses for like half the movie. And Dom's just like, oh yeah, I got a sword too. And his whole charger just transforms into a sword for Godzilla to use. <laughs> Do the transformers pop out? Yeah! <laughs> I, Warner Brothers, I am doing work for you right now. <laughs> oh, I need a check for the next movie because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to make it work. I just keep thinking of Beetlejuice, but it's not Beetlejuice. Uh Bumblebee. Bumblebee comes out. <laughs> uh, Johnny looks like he wants to die. I fucking hate it here. <laughs> uh, so this Godzilla series is going to star Kurt Russell. Nice. Uh, and playing a young Kurt Russell is Wyatt Russell. Uh, oh, God. What's his character name from Marvel? U.S. Soldier? No. Uh, U.S. Agent. U.S. agent, right? Got it. Sick. That's you know what I'm. I know you are in your feelings about this. I'm. I I think you expected me to be like less excited than I'm gonna be. No, I expected you to be more excited. You literally like I texted you about this and you never responded. Yeah, most of the time when you're texting me, I'm at work and I look at it while I'm with clients, and then I'm like, oh nope. Can't take 10 seconds right now to respond to this. So I apologize. I promise. I was excited. I sent you something else in return, though. Yeah, you did. I, it's oh, actually funny because. We'll talk it, about this later. The, we don't need to talk about this right now. This is going to be a bummer. On the opposite side of it, normally when you text me, it's at like 6 o'clock in the morning or something like that. <laughs> so I, I, I roll over and wake up to get ready for work, and I'm like, oh, a text from Johnny. And I read it and I absorb it. And then about five minutes later, as I'm brushing my teeth, I'm like, what did he say again? <laughs> and because you use Snapchat for texting, I have no idea. And I'm like, I need to respond to that. But the <laughs> words are not there. This is what happens when I message people at like 3.45 in the morning after I've fed my daughter. and I'm still awake getting ready for work. I'm like, ooh, I should send this to Richard, who is 100% sound asleep right now. Um. No, I am excited for this. Uh, the only part that really kind of annoys me a little bit is that it's going to be required to, like, get Apple TV again. It's funny because I was actually, I got charged for this month and I was like, I got to cancel that. Uh, and yeah. then this came out and I'm like, oh, maybe I could hang on for a couple more months. I just, I don't know. Uh, when does this release? Uh, you know what? It actually doesn't say. I'm sitting here looking at it, and I'm like, uh, one day? <laughs> it just says, uh, we'll stream on Apple TV+. Plus. It's a day that ends in Y. And it'll be sometime in the next two to three years. I, I mean, I'm assuming based on this, this first look and trailer that it's going to be coming sooner than later. Yeah. But I, I don't see a date on it at all. I really thought that I would uh, I would have an answer for you here, but I do not. 
Well, it's I'm excited no matter when it hits. I mean, I think it's going to be entertaining. I think even Greg's probably like, yes, I will do this. Because I don't know how many... Well, I feel like we've talked about Godzilla and Kong films a lot in the last year. I'm not upset about it. I'm just kind of like, you know, g- give us the content. I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. I, I am genuinely excited. I, I hope it does well because, I mean, maybe this is a better platform for Godzilla. Is in, like, TV form. Where, like, they can maybe operate some of the CG on, like, a TV. I think they could do a great job with that on, like, a television series. Because, I mean, there's ways that you can make it work that don't have to be this, like, big, monstrous CG production, right? So uh, so it is definitely coming, but they don't have a date yet. Okay. Um, but I think it's worth noting that Godzilla versus Kong 2 is coming March 15th of next year. Okay. So yes. I would be almost shocked if this is not a late December, early January release. Yeah. That uh, leads up to Godzilla versus Kong 2. Okay. I'm uh, man. Honestly, I think all of us are probably good with it because the the films have been entertaining. Other than <laughs> the really hard left turn that last film took about three quarters <laughs> of the way through. Well, and that's and I, I, we probably talked about this for the like one listener that listened back then. Um, hi, Steve. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on now, Bobst is there. Bobst is there. Okay, two, two. That's hey, I'll take it. Um, but in all seriousness, um, so it's, it's one of those things where like, when you watch the 2014 Godzilla movie, it is impeccably done. Yeah. Like that movie is just so insanely stellar. And if you showed me that back to back. With Godzilla versus Kong, I don't know that I would even guess they were made by the same. Studio. I was I was gonna say they probably feel like two completely different franchises at that point, right? Yeah, because that, like I said, that 2014 movie is just insanely good. Yeah, and then you watch Godzilla versus Kong, and you're just like, what? <laughs> and I, I it, it's kind of like you know, there's like, there's this little drop off. Like you watch Godzilla and then you watch Kong Skull Island and Kong Skull Island isn't quite as good as Godzilla, but it's still very good. Yeah. And then you watch Godzilla King of the Monsters and there's this like steep drop there. And you're like, okay, well that was still (laughs) all right. And then you watch Godzilla versus Kong and you're just like, what the hell happened? Yeah. Like how did we get this far off the path that they'd established already? You know? I just, it's one of those things, man. I'm, I still love the film. I still think it was really well done. I just, for it felt like, again, they got three quarters of the way through and then they hired a whole new writing team. It makes no goddamn sense. It makes no goddamn sense. I think that if they did like one weird off the wall thing, you could get away with it. Yeah. Like if they were like, oh, Godzilla has an energy sword that he pulls out of his ass now. You're like, oh, okay. Um, not Godzilla Kong. That was Kong that had the energy sword. It was an axe. W- whatever. <laughs> I stand by my statement. Um, but like all of the like insane conspiracy shit that they just like shoehorned in. 
Right. It's 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 like they went to to Reddit and they were like, okay, what has the biggest overlap with R slash Godzilla? Up oh, R slash conspiracy. Let's just hammer a bunch of conspiracy shit in here. Can we talk about who shot JFK? Can we fit that in here? Can we somehow wedge this into like the back end of this goddamn story? Like yeah. I was ha- I was halfway expecting for them to like pan out at some point and show like the Zabruder video <coughs> with Kong. Like on the grassy knoll, <laughs> with a with a little top hat on, yeah, just <laughs> like he's trying to hide. Just, yeah, they pan over and you just see this giant foot. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, it'd still be more believable than what we got in Kong versus Godzilla. Um, yeah. Okay, this one's to death. Apple TV. We don't have a timeline. Uh, the three of us will probably end up watching it at some point. And we will try to keep everybody posted if for some reason you're not already following the multitude of social media accounts that would tell you when they actually announce. Um, Trying to think what else. What are we missing? I feel like we had more. What did we have? What did we have this week, guys? I know there's more going on. Yeah, uh, the Ahsoka series, speaking of things coming to various streaming platforms, comes out next week. Yep. Gregory, what's your excitement level for Rosario Dawson in heavy makeup running around with a lightsaber? Yes. I want that. That sounds awesome. Um... I mean, I'm I'm excited because I feel like we've been... I know this is going to sound really goofy, but it feels like we've kind of lost some momentum for the Star Wars franchises a little bit. Am I wrong? No, we did. Okay. It's been diluted. Which, it's, but almost to a problematic point now, where, like, it's hard to keep current with what they're trying to do from a story perspective, because we're not, we're not getting anything. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it, I don't know. The drop-off feels so steep that it almost feels like it's gone. And I mean, now with Disney Plus deciding, hey, by the way, we're not going to let you share accounts. We like what Netflix did, so we're going to do the same thing. Yeah, my desire to use it to continue using Disney Plus goes down drastically with that. Yeah. And my fear is that we are going to see a lot more platforms start doing the same thing. You know, it was funny because I think we even discussed this. It's like, oh, there's the death of Netflix. But instead of the death of Netflix, now what we're getting is everybody else is doing the same goddamn thing. They let everybody else take, let Netflix take the heat, and then they do it. Just imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And the balls that they have to charge more to provide less content because they're reducing what's currently available on the platform. I'm like, guys, really? You're, you're going to charge more restrict how many people can use it. And you're going to like remove a ton of your content. Oh, that's a bold strategy. Cotton. I am. I don't know. I think there's going to be a bit of a drastic different approach taken moving forward with our uh, subscription services in our home as well. Where it's just like, there's, there's just, there's no sense. There's, there's literally no sense. 
Because what, what are you going to do? Just continue to pay for something that, like, is going to give you less, let you do less, and be able to shit. Like, I, I don't know. I got, I got a lot of problems with you people. Yeah, and the problem that you will run into, not now, but probably about two, three years from now, and the problem I will run into is that I have a small child that lives in my house. Yeah. So shit canning Disney Plus does not work for me. I, I'm sorry, to, to quote uh, Hulk Hogan, that doesn't work for me, brother. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm pretty much stuck on Disney Plus uh, no matter how I can. I'm just. I, I yeah. use it for ESPN. That's all I have it for. Well, and that might be the thing where, like, we probably end up just going with the Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN sub with the three packaged together. Because, I mean, beyond that, I mean, Hulu has almost everything you can get on other streaming services for what we watch. So, like, we don't really need a ton of the other ones. I mean, I just, I don't know. Dude, it's, it's really just, it is just, it's disappointing. That's what it is. And I don't know how else to better explain that. It's it's a letdown, man, seeing what's happening. Because, like, the whole point was to be an alternative to TV. And all that's happening now is that they're turning into the a la carte packages that you would get with a TV service. So if that's what's going to happen, why wouldn't people just go back and just get the Disney Channel, which has on-demand service? You know, like, it's... Cause... The the issue is, and the issue was, is that you didn't ha- really have that option with TV services. Yeah. You still don't, for that matter. I mean, as someone <clears> like <throat> recently, I decided to dump YouTube TV. Yeah. Uh, and it came down to the fact that they still don't have Valley Sports Ohio, and I wanted to watch the Reds. And I was paying them $75 a month to not watch baseball. Yep, and their prices just went up, too. And th- that was after the price hike, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. I paid one month of the price hike, and I was like, no, I'm done with this shit. Um, and I looked around <coughs> really heavily to try to find the package that I wanted at a reasonable price. Yeah. Um, and you still basically run into that. The only offer that I had that was reasonable and actually did offer a la carte was actually from Spectrum. Oh. Uh, Spectrum has an a la carte service where you go in and you pick literally 20 channels okay and they give you those 20 channels for whatever the price is mm-hmm. uh and i ended up taking that to my local uh fiber supplier and was like look you guys need to figure out a way to fix this and yeah. they ended up matching a deal for me but yeah it's actually it's it's i mean it's kind of astounding because like i looked at direct tv and direct tv still the same way like if you want espn you're paying for like 50 other channels that you don't want. Yeah. And you're like, oh, cool. Actually, I want NFL Network. They're like, oh, cool. What that means is you're actually going to pay $30 more a month and you're going to pay for like another 50 channels that you don't want. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it, moving into the a la carte services that we're moving into now feels shitty because there's so much like. You know, oh, I'm paying this company ten bucks a month, and I'm paying this company fifteen dollars a month, and I'm paying this company another ten. This is the same as cable, yeah. but it's not. Yeah. Most cable services still run upwards of a hundred bucks a month, and they're still shitty, and they're still frustrating, and they're still infuriating at yeah. times. Hardware fees for cable. Oh, yeah. that's 
that's the real fu uh and what i got into it with with um with the local fiber supplier that i won't name uh i kept getting offers on their website for like oh hey uh you know get our service for only $30 a month. And I'm like, sweet, 30 bucks a month. I get TBS, TNT, and my locals. And I get Bally Sports Ohio. That's all I need. That is not at all what you got. And I contacted them. I'm like, hey, guys, uh, 30 bucks a month. I'd like to add this, please. And all of a sudden, they're like, okay, cool. Uh, Including your internet, you'll be looking at $155. (laughs) And I'm like, uh, my internet's 49. So how did this $30 a month turn into 105? Well, uh, that's a good question. You have this fee and 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 this fee. It's like, I hate people so much. So, yeah, that was a tangent I didn't really mean to go on. No, it's, 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 I mean, it makes sense, man. I mean, it's one of those things that, you know, as life moves forward, it's, you know, we're starting to look at, we want to travel a little bit more. Well, if we're going to try and do that and, you know, we have our daughter now, I mean, HBO Max, or sorry, can't keep calling it that because it's no longer HBO Max. It's just Max. Um, Sesame Street season one, episode one, it's on there. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things. There's lots of programming on Max now that you can get through just them. That like, if we need it for our daughter, we have it available. And I mean, other than the fact that <clears throat> we don't have anything that actually plays Blu-rays, which I realize now how crippling that is. Um, we like I own all the Star Wars and all the Marvel stuff on Blu-ray. Wait. Wait, PlayStation Five. You don't have a Blu-ray player? No. Did I get it? But you. I got you the digital. Were recently talking about how you watch everything on Blu-ray and you have all the Blu-rays. I I I do. I just failed to realize that when we went for the digital console, that would also oh. negate the fact that I no longer have. I mean, I still got my PS4, so it can still play stuff. Oh, so you have a Blu-ray player? Yeah, it's just it's not hooked up. It's just nice and not plugged in or dusted right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's one of those things. I think you look at the landscape, and we've gone into this in the past before, and like the streaming services and everything else that are available now. There's just it's it's they're starting to price themselves out of the market again, and like that that they, they what kills me is that there's a failure to recognize the fact that because they were the alternative. That's how they were able to make all this goddamn money. Guys, if you continue to price people out where it becomes a thing where then all of a sudden cable is the less expensive option, people are going to people are going to go back. It's I, I just I don't know. There's there's got to be some sort of like drastic change in the business model for a lot of them because it's not it's not functional right now. Well, I mean, I've said it before, and I'll continue to say it. We're we're in, we're in like the fifth inning of the streaming wars. Yeah, we're we're probably about another like two to three years away from some of these streamers just going away. 
Well, I mean, I think you're starting to see that. If I'm not mistaken, Warner Brothers Discovery is about to overhaul their entire model. So we'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> beyond that, we are excited for the things that are coming up. I mean, it's going to be fun. Blue Beetle just hit last night. I know, Richard, you're very excited to go see that film. We'll be able to touch base on that again in a couple weeks, potentially. Um, I My interest level, I'll wait for streaming. So, if Richard, you go to see it, we are excited for your review. I will happily listen and keep an open mind and be excited for when the film hits, the streaming services. I, I realize how full of shit I sound right now. Um, but it'll be good. I, I think this is a film that we can all be excited for. It looks fun. It feels kind of fun in the way that, like, Tom Holland's Spider-Man was a little bit. Like, it's got that yeah. same kind of, like, established energy where, you know, they're trying to start a character out that's essentially a child. And it's Miguel from Cobra Kai in the lead, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. Zolo. Yeah. Awesome. I think we're all excited. It looks like it's going to be a fun flick. Um, I'm just trying to backtrack. I don't think we failed to cover anything. I know there's a bunch of wrestling stuff going on, but I think we can probably wait. Let's, uh, you and I can wax poetic on that a little bit. We can do a short little episode about all in after that's over. We don't have to, <laughs> we don't have to have Greg sit here and look like he's just undergone a lobotomy after listening to it. Um, but beyond that, I know preseason football's kicked off. We're excited. I don't know if you guys have checked out hard knocks for this season. Um, I tried about 30 minutes of an episode and the Aaron Rodgers content just made me want to shut my head in the trunk of our car about 150 times. <laughs> so I will not be participating, but they do a really good job of, um, they actually cover a lot of what sauce Gardner is going through. So Richard, I know that's pretty relevant with him being a graduate of the university of Cincinnati, which is kind of nice. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. That was a nice little tie-in. So if you have any interest, I know previous seasons of Hard Knocks have been pretty wild and out of control. Uh, my disdain for Aaron Rodgers is going to be the reason I don't watch this. <laughs> um, but if you guys like entertaining and you're just trying to get ramped up and prep for football season, Hard Knocks is the way to go. also forgot to tell you guys, I am about done season three of Ballers featuring The Rock. It was a oh, series. Yeah. It was a series I never finished. So it's really interesting to see. This this is the season where he starts to try and wheel a deal to have the Raiders moved from Oakland to Vegas. So I feel like I've seen this season, and I think like at the end they get boned somehow by another team that comes in and subverts them to move the team to Vegas. So we will find out. I think this is probably the last season that I watched as it was on TV or like available through HBO. So we'll see, uh, we'll see how season four and five goes. Cause it did come to its inevitable conclusion after season five. Uh, but above me on that, Greg, if they want to get a hold of you to be able to discuss anything pertaining to a little bit of footy, cause I know how much Richard loves that term. How can they contact you? <laughs> At Woe Gregory. And Richard. Uh, if... Hashtag it's soccer. And Richard, if they want to get a hold of you too, now I'm going to change my approach. Tell you how goddamn wrong you are about that. How can they contact you? At Richard Versus. And as always, you can get a hold of the three of us or just me through the at Versus podcast followed by the underscore on the 
Fuck you, Elon. It's Twitter. I'm not going to call it reposting. It's retweeting. You dumb bitch. How do you ruin that branding? Uh, Bug me on that. Guys, have a great weekend. Hold on. I got to do the Dan Housen one. Richard. Nice job. Uh, I do find it funny that like anytime you see something posted on Twitter now in an article, they call it X, the platform formerly known as Twitter. Because that just rolls off the tongue. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good week, everybody.